Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of Teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada And we are Shravanam Diaries Podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi We are continuing chapter number 1, Teachings to Rupa Goswami Regarding the gopis' dealings with Sri Krishna in Vrindavan Srimad Bhagavatam 10.30.36-38 describes how when Sri Krishna took Srimati Radharani, Srimati Radhika, alone from the Rasa dance, she proudly thought, My dear Lord Krishna has left the other gopis, although they are as beautiful as I am, and he is satisfied with me alone. In the forest she told Krishna, My dear Krishna, I am unable to move anymore. Now if you like, you can take me wherever you desire. Krishna replied, You can climb on my shoulder. But as soon as he said this, he disappeared. Whereupon Srimati Radhika repented very much. When Krishna disappeared from the scene of the Rasa dance, all the gopis began to lament, saying, Dear Krishna, we have come here and left aside our husbands, sons, relatives, brothers and friends. Neglecting their advice, we have come to you, and you know very well the reason for our coming here. You know that we have come because we are captivated by the sweet sound of your flute. But you are so cunning that in the dead of night you have left girls and women like us. This is not very good of you." Unquote. The word Shama means controlling the mind and keeping it from being diverted in various ways while fixing it on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, one whose mind is fixed on the Supreme Lord is situated on the Shama platform. On that platform, the devotee understands that Krishna is the basic principle of everything within our experience. Hmm. So on the platform of controlling the mind keeping and keeping it away from being diverted, this platform is called Shama. On that platform the devotee understands that Krishna is the basic principle of everything within our existence. Okay, that's something to remember. This is explained in the Bhagavad Gita 7.19. 
after many, many births of cultivating knowledge, one who has attained real knowledge surrenders unto Vasudeva, Krishna, because he can understand that Krishna is present in everything, that he is distributed all over the cosmic manifestation." Unquote. Although everything is under the control of the Supreme Lord and is situated in His energy, everything is nonetheless different from Krishna in His personal form. Different from Krishna in His personal form. It is stated in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that the platform of Shama on which one understands that Krishna is the basic principle of everything is the same as Shantarati. Aha! <laughs> Unless one is elevated to the platform of Shantarati, one cannot be fixed in knowledge of the greatness of Krishna or of the diffusion of his different energies which are the cause of all manifestations. This same point is explained in Srimad Bhagavatam 11.19.36 Shamomanishtata budhir Dama Indriya Samyamah Titiksha Dukha Sammarsho Quote Shama, equilibrium of mind, is achieved by one who has concluded that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the original source of everything. And when one can control his senses, that is called Dhamma. When one is ready to tolerate all kinds of sufferings to control the senses and keep the mind steady, that is called Titiksha or tolerance. tolerance. And when one can control the urges of the tongue and genitals, that is called Driti. One who has attained Driti is a Dhira, a pacified person. Dhira. A pacified person is never disturbed by the urges of the tongue and genitals. One who can fix his mind on Krishna without deviation attains Shanta Rasa, the steadfast position in Krishna consciousness. One in Shantarasa exhibits two main qualities unflinching faith in Krishna and the cessation of all material desires. These specific characteristics of Shantarasa, unflinching faith in Krishna and cessation of all desires not connected to Krishna, with Krishna, are common to all other rasas as well 
just a sound is present not only in sky where it is produced but also in all the other elements air fire water and earth so these sorry i just remembered this that sound is present not only in sky but it's also present in air water fire and earth um there is a verse in 11th canto i believe yes i think it's in Udava gita where it's described that there are four kinds of sound um, that a living entity makes four kinds three of them are unmanifest and one of them we manifest by speaking so three other uh, kinds of sound which are not manifest externally mm, I understood it to be thinking feeling and willing these are the kind of sounds that Krishna in our heart can feel <laughs> can hear very clearly and um, and here it also says that mm, sound is not present only in the sky but it's also present in other elements air fire water and earth so we can understand that i can give you an example of this mm, there is this mm, house in mayapur which is called kunti bhavan kunti bhavan this is a house where mm, many senior matajis live and sometimes they also like leave their body in this house because they're elderly and when a devotee leaves his body usually what happens is devotees come and they sing kirtan like anything you know they sing kirtan with all their hearts and they're praying and praying for this devotee for this mataji in this case is kunti bhavan is for matajis this house and one uh, very close very close friend of mine senior friend when she moved to Isharani Mataji, yes, Isharani Mataji, when she moved to Kunti Bhavan, she was living in Mayapur for some years. She moved to Kunti Bhavan and she told me that it's a very different experience living there. And I was like, wow, Mataji, so how is it? And she said, well, you know, the entire room is vibrating with prayers. She's like, she, she used the Russian word namolinnaya, which means like the, the room has been prayed within. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know how to translate it in English, but basically the room is vibrating with the vibes of prayers because, you know, like it's a strong... Um, because we just read that sound is present not only in the sky, it's also present in air, fire, water, earth. In these elements, the sound is also present. So that's why, you know, some, like you come to the temple and the atmosphere, it's just overwhelming you because in this, in the walls of this temple, always there's kirtan going on. There's like, you know, when you come to Krishna Balaram Mandir, we'll use the example of Krishna Balaram Mandir because we are, um, 
uh, we have been so inspired by so many kirtans in Krishna Balaram Mandir. So when the, as you enter Krishna Balaram Mandir, you just you just feel like these vibrations of Mahamantra that's been chanted very sincerely, very heartfelt in the walls of this temple. You know, this temple, they just overwhelm you, even if, say, the temple is mm, empty, but you just enter it, you can feel it, you know? So, I just remembered it and I was um, reading this. It's just something mm, relevant to me right now. <laughs> so you just uh, draw your own conclusions. <laughs> and remember that uh, the three kinds of sound, the three types of sound, mm, yeah, they are not manifest. Generally, it's called avyakta. But Krishna hears everything. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that's why our whole whole spiritual practice is directed to make our atma to purify ourselves and so that our atma that any sound atma makes is Krishna conscious. Haribol. <laughs> okay, so so these two characteristics of Shantarasa are also present in Dasya Rasa servitorship. Sakya rasa, fraternity, vatsalya rasa, parental affection, and madhura rasa, conjugal love. Yes, so shanta rasa is the um, stage where there is unflinching faith in Krishna and cessation of all material desires. And the next and the next, uh, the further types of rasas, they include the first stage. This also reminded me how. Um, another one, very close, <laughs> senior friend of mine, um, this Mataji, she, uh, mm, she was explaining to me how her husband, uh, Jagannathacharya Prabhu, he was saying that uh, many times devotees think that, you know, Shraddha, Sadhusanga, Bhajana Kriya, Nartha Nivriti, that all these stages is like a rocket ship, you know, like a rocket ship, it goes to the sky, and it's like, uh, what happens is that rocket ship goes into the sky and then one part of the rocket ship falls off. And then as it enters into the, like, as it escapes the atmosphere of the earth, the second part of the rocket ship falls off, right? And then it goes further and further. And Jagannathacharya Prabhu, he was like, um, you know, spiritual progress is not like you enter Shraddha, Shraddha, faith. You enter the stage of faith, and then you go into Sadhu Sangha, and then the Shraddha fell off. Then you go into Sadhu Sangha, and then you go into Anartha Nivriti, and then the Sadhu Sangha fell off, you know? <laughs> it's not like that. There is Shraddha, and then it intensifies, intensifies, and then Sadhu Sangha is there. And with great faith, with great Shraddha, you are in Sadhu Sangha. And then, like, it intensifies. So I also heard many times that in the class, we hear that uh, prema bhakti, which is the last, the fruit, the goal, is is basically condensed form of shraddha, of faith. So there's more and more faith. Faith keeps growing, and with that, it you know. So it's an important mm, 
thing to remember, <laughs> just remember that. So it doesn't mean that here we just read that Shantarasa means the cessation of material desires and unflinching faith. So in the next stage, when you're Dasya Rasa, it's, uh, the previous one is already included. So it's just reminded me, sorry. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. Read this incredible book with us and share it with your friends and everyone you know. And yes, we shall see you tomorrow. Hey Krishna. I'd like to correct myself with two things. First, unmanifest sound vibration is not called a vyakta. <laughs> Sorry, it's called nada. I just checked with the reference. And secondly, yes, the reference of that verse in Bhagavatam, it's not 11th canto, it's 10th canto, 10.85.9. And I will post, it's BBT edition, BBT purport. So I will post this verse on our social media today. Yes, just to avoid any misinformation roaming around. Sorry for making that mistake. Hare Krishna.